Welcome to the weekly podcast of Soul Purpose Evangelical Church, located in the city of Middletown, New York. Today's message will be brought to you by our senior pastor, Reverend Albert Feliciano Sr. Each week we stream our live recorded services to encourage, build up, and edify our listening audience. Our aim is to share with you the uncompromised and infallible word of the living God. Our prayer is that today's message will draw you closer in your relationship with Jesus Christ. And now... Here is Pastor Albert with today's word. Amen. Praise God. Well, this evening, we all know we're here at part number three, uh, the conclusion of our message. Uh, The message again is entitled, Be Nimble to Occults and Their Symbols. I'm going to be reading uh, the opening verses tonight in the book of Matthew. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 4. And Matthew chapter 5. Before I get started, if you are home and you are watching this online, uh, listen, it's so important. Grab a notebook, grab a pen. I'm going to be loading you guys up with scripture. I'm going to be loading you up with information. I want you to back check, fact check me, do all that stuff. But more importantly, stay in the presence of God. Uh, Write these scriptures down. Write everything down so that for the remainder of the week, you now have the ability to to study and go a little bit deeper on your own time. Amen? So Matthew chapter 4, we're going to read from verses 21 through 23. And then we're going to go to Matthew chapter 5, verses 33 through 37. I would imagine we're at Matthew 4. Amen? Praise God. Let's begin uh, starting at verse 21. And he said to them, Is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? It is not to be set, or is it not to be set on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed, nor anything, nor has anything been kept secret, but that it should come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Glory to God. We're now going to go to Matthew chapter 5, one page over most likely in your books, Uh, verse 33 through 37, and the word says, Again, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, Do not break your oath, but keep the oaths you have made to the Lord. But I tell you, do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it is his footstool or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot even make one hair white or black. Simply let your yes be yes, and your no be no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. You may take your seats in the presence of the Lord. I just want to open up Uh, with a little bit of an illustration, if you will, or a testimony. You know, for the past two weeks, I've been talking about symbolisms and the occult and uh, different types of, of, of things that we're exposed to in our society. And I know that when you start to expose uh, demonic entities and demonic forces, that there's going to be some payback. Yes. 
And, and the enemy thrives on fear. But week after week, we've been hearing the word of God, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. But I just want you to know, there have been some weird things going on in my house. Uh, a, a couple of days ago, about maybe less than a week, uh, I was downstairs. My wife was, uh, was somewhere else, but I was alone in my house. And all of a sudden, I heard footsteps, boom, 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 on the second floor of my house to try to get me all scared. And I was like, Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> the following day, my wife was alone in the house, and I had a, a, a can of hairspray, and literally the hairspray came and just fell down and landed on the floor, bling, 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 and, and made all these noises. And my wife was like, where did you have this? And I said, oh, it's right on in my bathroom. And apparently there were weird things going on, weird manifestations. Let me tell you something. The Lord has given me authority and dominion over all works of hell. I don't walk in fear. I walk in authority. And these little uh, demonic entities that try to cause havoc in the lives of the brethren, I'm telling you right now, by the Spirit of God, you don't have to be afraid of demonic forces of wickedness what you're supposed to do is be prayed up and cast those things out of your house hallelujah cast them out they're supposed to obey not because you are special but because God is in you and they listen to the Lord that's in you and when you speak the words of the Lord you could cast all those things out hallelujah don't be afraid. I know some people are probably thinking, why is pastor talking about all this stuff, especially in the times you're in? You know why? Because we need to be hip to the enemy's devices, to the enemy's deceptions. We need to be alert. We need to keep watch. The Bible said right in the very first class, the Bible says, you are blessed if you teach my people these things. And, and, and it's my responsibility to uh, expose the things of the enemy. So as I did last week, I want to open up and just kind of go quickly through a, a review of where we were last week. Last week we spoke about the Pizzagate, the, the pedophilia thing uh, uh, that some people call it a conspiracy, but you connect the dots and it it's just evil. Uh, uh, with the child abductions, the child abuse, the disappearances. We talked about uh, Jeffrey Epstein with St. James Island and why did they throw him in prison? Why was there a temple with, uh, uh, I guess it was a parrot and an owl. Uh, uh, parrots are known for eating their little babies and then we talked about uh, Marina Abramovich, if I pronounce her name correctly, who was doing spirit cooking all this stuff is online you can see yes. it the hollywood elites are involved in it it's all there we showed about uh, washington dc how it was literally designed uh, with freemasonry symbolisms if you took an aerial view of washington and you look at all the monuments you'll see upside down pentagrams you'll see the the signs of the owl the wise owl which is occultic symbols you'll see all kinds of pyramids and everything else i mean uh, uh, washington has the obelisk right in front of i mean it's right there so uh, there's no uh, mystery there uh, we looked at our currency with all the symbolisms we looked at it briefly we uh, discussed that uh, the occult symbolisms and all the others are spiritual portals that are often open in our homes sometimes unawares uh, but a lot of times uh, the demons can go to the Lord and say hey man we have permission to go into this house because they have opened the door to allow us in so this is why it's very important that we understand what was going on I used an illustration a couple weeks ago about uh, uh, five Christian girls that decided to do a little funny game of, of a Ouija board and uh, and the Ouija said one of you will die this week and they laughed, hee, 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 ha, 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 and one of them actually did die. 
And uh, it wasn't because the demons have more power, but it was because they've opened up spiritual portals and allowed the enemy permission to wreak havoc. So it's important. So tonight I want to start by going in again on secret societies, uh, Freemasonry and Illuminati, uh, the underworld secret societies. Uh, I'm going to be giving a lot of information, so I will be talking quite fast tonight, and I'm sorry for that, but it's important to get everything in. Amen? And you could always look back on the video, take notes, and stop the video, take the pictures. I have everything written for you already. But Freemasonry, Illuminati, the secret societies, if not all of them, they're all based on one specific thing, and it's called Luciferianism. It is the belief that you are better than what you were created to be. So many of those in the occult, they feel that they've been gypped, they've been cheated, and, and they, they feel that they have more uh, uh, that is available to them. Just like Lucifer wanted more. He wasn't satisfied with his position. He was one of the most beautiful archangels in heaven. Yet, we see in Isaiah 14, 12 through 15, these are the words that were spoken, that were spoken in heaven from Lucifer, uh, uh, that, that he said most of these. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest pits, or to the lowest depths of the pits. Those words have to be the most foolish, asinine words ever uttered from heaven. They have to be. He has to be the greatest fool ever created to utter those words, especially in heaven. That was a surefire ticket right out of the paradise of God. But listen, he was also able to deceive a third of the angels who also fell with him. Uh, Lucifer's heart was filled with pride while he was in heaven. He birthed lies. That's why Jesus said, you are the father of lies because lies were birthed in his heart. And the angels followed him, many of the angels. Uh, they were all thrown out. And the Satanists, the occultists, the secret societies, they all based these religions on that Luciferian uh, a sympathy for the devil. The Rolling Stones had an album called Sympathy for, or song, Sympathy for the Devil. Many commercials are, being, are using that song. Uh, they had an album called Goat's Head Soup. I mean, it was no mystery that they were involved in the occult. Uh, uh, many, many groups that I could name uh, just to... Just to to prove the point but they believe that satan was judged harshly and so what they want to do is they want to come into alignment with lucifer with satan to try to help him get his wings back and ascend back to heaven so he could finish the job that he claimed that he started here in isaiah 14 there's an artist uh, by the name of Chris Brown, and he wrote a song called Falling Angel. It was a very popular song, and many people play this song at weddings. 
Uh, even Christians have played this song at weddings and they play this song in their house and they think it's a beautiful song, but it's an, actually an homage uh, to Lucifer. Uh, he's singing a song to Lucifer. Many people are thinking it's about a girl, uh, but I want to read these lyrics and you're going to see how this is uh, directed to that Luciferian uh, thing that we were just talking. Here's the lyrics to the song Fallen Angel from Chris Brown. It says, if I could take a trip to outer space, she would be the only one that I will see. When I get to heaven's gate, she would welcome me with her arms, open wide and a smile, will shadow me brighter than the sun. She hasn't had a fair chance, so I'm going to give her one. Let me tell you who she is. Yeah, she's a fallen angel sent from heaven above. She's a fallen angel waiting for me to love her. Yeah. Know that she's, she's a fallen angel. Take your judgment off of her. I know that she's a fallen angel. You know, I can help her mend her broken wings so she can fly again. But I don't want to lose everything I've gained and turn me into a selfish man. Oh, baby, baby, don't you worry. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you fly. I'm going to help you fly. Just take me under your wings. And we can reach the sky and on and on and some other stuff that I can't even repeat. This is an homage to Lucifer. And many people were playing this song and pumping it on their radio. We have to understand that when we're listening to these things, we're literally opening up portals. Some people will say, I'm just listening to the beat. Oh, I think it's a pretty song. Oh, I'm just listening to the, to the melody. The reality is that those are words that are being preached right into your soul. Jimi Hendrix, many know of Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix was on, I believe, Time Magazine, and they were interviewing him. And he says that when, when he's on stage, something else takes over him. And he said, it's no longer me on stage, but something playing through me. And he says, and music is a powerful thing because you could preach into the subconscious mind what you want people to hear. And you could preach right into their soul. G. Craig Lewis, which I'm going to talk about him in a little bit. But he had said one thing that blew me away. He said, music is the only force on heaven or one of the only forces on, on the earth that can leap into your spirit without permission. And if you think about a lot of these songs, you know, uh, the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. We, we didn't buy that record, but because it's been played so much, it leaped right into our spirit. Sometimes you're washing the dishes, you know, for a great low rate, you can get online, go to the general, save some time. I hate that commercial. But it's in my head. It's in my spirit. You know, the, the My Pillow guy. I see the My Pillow commercial 50 times a day, every day for three, five years, uh, four or five years. But I can start singing the My Pillow song because music leaps into your spirit and you don't give it permission. It comes right in. So it's important we understand this. All right. Tonight I want to expose one of the most well known, and no pun intended, well known secret societies. Uh, that is basically Freemasonry. Uh, I want you to know that I can't cover all of this stuff in one night, uh, but I'm going to do my best to give you at least some really important bullet points. Uh, I want to cite some of the sources, sorry, some of the sources that I'm going to be using. Uh, many of the informations uh, the, or the information that I received came from three separate sources. Uh, the number one is on your screen, which is the, the book G-A-O-T-U. Uh, the Dark Secret of the, I guess, Goato, if you pronounce it as a word. But these are abbreviations. I highly recommend this book. 
If you really want to know in depth about uh, the Freemasonry, Illuminati, and all of that, uh, this is coming from a Christian perspective uh, with the scripture to back everything up. It's a great book, and it will definitely blow your mind. Uh, the other one is The Truth Behind Hip Hop with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. There's a whole series. I believe it's up to like 16 videos now. There's a whole bunch of them, but uh, it's a phenomenal series, and he breaks everything down. And then the last one is a book from Derek Prince called They Shall Expel Demons. It's a book on deliverance, and I highly recommend all three of those sources. But this is where I'm getting a lot of my information, obviously the Word of God. Amen? Amen. So let's talk about Freemasonry. It's a fraternal organization that arose in the late 16th through 17th century. There are currently 5 million members worldwide. There's about 2 million members in the United States and about 480,000 members in the UK. All members have to believe in a supreme being, which is what they call a supreme being is any god, but they're really pointing everyone to Lucifer. Uh, this group claims its members are, and I'm going to quote here, part of a family of philanthropic character and a grouping of people with political and financial interest. It's a very flowery, colorful way of saying a group that wants fame and fortune and power. And that's what it's all based on. They come together, a secret society, because they believe that they could call upon the elements, they could call upon uh, the forces of, of, of nature, if you will, or wickedness or whatever, and, and make themselves uh, uh, much more powerful and, and, and famous and, and rich and all the other things. There are many dark rites and rituals, and they're carefully guarded, and, and there are severe consequences for anyone who breaks those rules for anyone who comes out and uh, and exposes them or, or or breaks out of it there are some severe consequences there are many presidents both older and current that have been Freemasons uh, the top people uh, in the world that we would know uh, many of them were uh, Masons I'll give you a few Walt Disney the founder of Disney World he was a big time uh, Mason Henry Kissinger, who was basically uh, working with so many of, of the presidents of old and even and lately, they, they, uh, they really are, are taking a lot of his advice. The, the entire Bush family, all the Bushes, President Bush, are, are, are Masons. Uh, I will say one thing. Uh, uh, I'll say it later. Re remind me, Barbara Bush. When I'm getting to Al Alistair Crawley, which I'm going to be talking about in a few moments, it is believed that Barbara Bush, which is George Bush's wife, that she was the illegitimate daughter of Aleister Crawley. And if you look at the two pictures, they look like identical twins. But apparently, uh, Aleister Crawley had been in a, some kind of an affair with, uh, with people in the family, and she, I guess, was a love child of that. So it just goes to show how deep this thing goes. Benjamin Franklin, George Washington, they're all Freemasons. There was a Mason by the name of Adam Weishaupt if I pronounce it correctly. He was uh, the founder of the Order of the Illuminati. Uh, they were determined to infiltrate Freemasonry and create a global society, and by 1782, his goal was accomplished. Uh, Weishaupt was indoctrinated in Egyptian occultism, and he developed a five-year plan to join all occult systems into one powerful secret 
organization. This five-year plan, I'm going to read it really quick. It had to do with the abolition of monarchy and established governments, the abolition of private property and inheritance, the abolition of patriotism and nationalism, the abolition of family life and the institution of marriage, and the establishment of communes for elementary education, and the last one was the abolition of religions. Uh, he wrote, one of those quotes is that the pupils are convinced that the order will rule the world. Every member will become a ruler. I mean, they really believe this stuff. And if you look at our, our currency, you'll see the words novus ordo seclorum, which means the new world order or a new world or a new order of the ages. It's on, it's on our currency. It's on your coins. It's on the dollars. But this is in alignment with what he believed, that we will eventually rule, they will eventually rule the world and there will be a new world order. I'm going to go through this quickly, but stay with me. Praise God. Freemasons, all right? Christians cannot be a Freemason. Amen. Amen. Yes. Number one, I, I need, to, I'm going to put these up so you could start uh, copying them down. Amen. There's 13 of them, and I'll just talk freely. Yeah. Amen. In order to be a Mason, the very entry level of, of Freemasonry, you need to swear an oath. We just read earlier in the Bible where it says you are not supposed to take an oath. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything else is of the devil. Amen. But there's an oath that needs to be taken in the very first stage of being a Mason. And these terrible oaths are sworn in the first through third degrees. A Mason must keep secrets of their brothers, even if it's a criminal secret, murder, abductions, whatever it is, they all need to keep secrets for each other. Uh, Jesus strictly forbids the swearing of oaths. We confirmed it in the word. The second part, Masons do not believe uh, or accept the Bible as the word of God. Uh, they, they are fine with any other books. Any other books are fine. You could follow any God you want except the Lord Jesus Christ. By the way, they hate the blood of Jesus Christ. They, they run from the blood of Christ. They don't want to talk about it, and they get upset if you talk about it. Number three, Freemasonry is a religion. It is a bona fide religion. They try to hide that fact, but it is. It accepts all other religions except Christianity. Why is that? If you ask yourself that question. Number four, Masons teach that God is the father of all mankind. And it sounds good, right? God, the father. But the reality is the God that they're talking about is Lucifer, the, the architect, the great architect. Uh, Jesus said that you are of your father, the devil. And that's John 8, 44. Number five, the Masons, they pray to the supreme architect of the universe, the god Osiris, the lord of the dead. Horus was his son, which is Ra. Uh, they merged together, and they became the god of the sky, of the earth, and of the underworld. Again, we're going back to Egyptian uh, 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 symbolisms and Egyptian uh, uh, mythologies uh the number six the masons they have removed god's grace and teach their recruits to seek god in their own works so in other words you don't need the grace of god you can do it all by yourself number seven albert pike 
He was a high-ranking Mason. He admits that the Masons are deliberately misled as to the real meanings of their symbols until it's too late. So in other words, they indoctrinate you. They say, you could believe in any God. You could come on in. We want you to believe in a God. You have to believe in a God in order to be in our, in our group. And little by little, as you start getting broken into the different degrees, Little by little, they're extracting all the information of the God that you serve, and they're all pointing you back to the supreme architect of the universe, which in their mind is Lucifer. Remember the Tower of Babel. This is really important in Freemasonry. The Tower of Babel is their symbol. You see that also in the back of the dollar bill. It's the unfinished pyramid and then on the top is another little triangular piece with the eye that has to do with the illuminati the freemasons and the illuminati have merged they have become a a, a world power if you will an underground source of power but they deliberately mislead their own members uh, with all these different symbols until it's too late once you're in you're so deeply involved you cannot escape uh, number eight, Masons, they do everything in secret. Again, it's an underworld secret society. We read in Mark 4.21, does a man put a lamp under a bowl? Obviously not. Uh, number nine, Freemason uh, policy is the banishment of religion from all department of governments, public institutions, and as a mark of triumph, the removal of all crucifixes and religious emblems from legislative assemblies, courts of justice, public hospitals, schools, universities, and colleges. Let me ask you a question. Has that happened already? Right? Aren't they removing Ten Commandments out of courthouses? Aren't they removing even churches now are removing crosses from the churches because they don't want to offend anyone? It's ridiculous. But this is in line with that, with that Freemasonry agenda. We've got to be on top of it. Number 10, secularization of marriages, uh, uh, which we're seeing that now and in, in, in just it's, it's mind-blowing how we've even got to the place where we're at. Number 11, uh, they say that it's complete. They want to give every member complete freedom of worship, except they don't want you to worship Jesus Christ. You can worship any other God. You just can't worship Jesus Christ. No Christianity. Number 12, unrestrained liberty of the press. I've never seen it more, more apparent now than ever before. But they want a propagation of irreligious doctrines and principles subversive of morality. They want to take morality out of everything. Uh, they want to, uh, they, this says similar freedom for stage, movies, TV, and all matter of public activities. So they want to infiltrate everything. Um, number... 13, here's the funny one. Elimination of distinction between the sexes in education, in public life, and the promotion of radical feminism, all right? Now, this is something that's going to probably make you laugh, but it bothered me so much. If you recall, now listen, I'm just mentioning a fact, so let's, let's not worry. It's not political, but under the Obama administration, there was a, a, a thing that was added to the military, and it was called Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. I want to show you, because I've spoke about this, but I want to show you something. This is our army wearing uh, uh, red pumps and, and walking a mile in a, in a parade atmosphere in women's high heel shoes. They took off their boots and put on 
feminine, emasculate, they're emasculating our army. And under the Obama administration, they allowed, you know, the, the, the gays, the transsexuals, the homosexuals, all these other different people to serve alongside in the military. Can you imagine what the entire world must be thinking when they see our military force wearing high heel shoes? And there, there's, there's guys there laughing with their hats on, laughing. They could barely walk in high heel shoes. And they want you to understand what it is like to be a woman. Listen, if God wanted me to be a woman, he would have made me a woman. I mean, uh, you know, uh, what, what is this foolishness? This is crazy. Lord, help us is correct. But, but this is going on. And if we don't pay attention, we're going to think like, oh, maybe we are. Um, you know, mistreating people. Maybe we need to walk a mile in their shoes. It's, it's absurd. It's ludicrous. It's perplexing to me that this even was allowed to happen. But I, I, I put the pictures there so you could see. Uh, some of these agendas have crept in unnoticed, people unaware, and following the protocol, just following like, like, like lambs led to the slaughter. And it's, it's embarrassing. I want to talk about Aleister Crawley. He was one of the top Freemasons in his lifetime. He literally was a guy who changed his name to the Beast, 666. He was quoted as having a vision that the god Horus told him that he would be the founder of Satanism in America. He taught that we, uh, anyone in the occult, has to learn how to speak backwards, how to walk backwards, how to write backwards all the things that they do are a form of worship to the devil um, there's also a language that he wrote in one of his books it is said that elton john uh, writes all of his music using this particular witch language and many of us like elton john right we've heard many of the songs it's all used with witch language the lyrics are, are made from the books and all the other things now let me just say something else because it's really important if you have to learn how to do everything backwards, then you remember, I think it was back in the 80s, Michael Jackson went on the Grammys and he introduced the moonwalk. And it was an overnight sensation and kids everywhere are learning the moonwalk. I, I've seen pastors that were supposedly dancing in the spirit and they start moonwalking in the church <laughs> and, and thinking it's cool. They don't understand that they're worshiping Satan. The moonwalk is an act of worship. When you learn how to walk backwards, when you learn how to talk backwards, when you learn how to write backwards, what you're doing is you're honoring the devil. And that's part of this cultic uh, uh, situation. He said that he had a, a, a night vision and, a, and a, 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 a spirit or an angel appeared to him and gave him all kinds of dark knowledge. And this is what was used to write many of the demonic books, which I'm not even going to write down the things that he, that he wrote. But I want you to see, like the, the back mask records, um, I'm going to be talking about that in a few moments. But... Uh, uh, the moonwalk, that was the big deal. And again, it's sub subliminal messages. People that are not involved in the occult would probably not know what's going on, but those in the occult know exactly what's going on. Yeah. And as a result, they require sacrifice. You know that Michael Jackson died young. Uh, uh, there was all kinds of artists, which I'll talk about in a few moments. But this guy, he had a night visit. I want you to see on the picture, all the way to the right, is the drawing of what he says the, the angel or... We know it as a demon. demon. 
But the demon that appeared to him in the middle of the night and gave him all this source of knowledge of, of the atmosphere and all kinds of demonic portals and everything, he drew a picture of what that thing looked like, and that's what it looked like. It looks like what we call aliens and, and what we see. Now, Crowley was grossly abused as a child, and this led him on a journey to discover uh, all the things about the occult. He unearthed the nature of Gnosis, the dark initiates, and the dark gods. Uh, Crowley's own mother said of him that he was the most evil person that she has ever met. She herself called him a beast. Um, so he authored several books. Uh, Alistair Crowley was also uh, uh, the teacher, if you will, to another man by the name of Anton LaVey. He's on the right, upper right-hand corner. He's the, the author of the Satanic Bible, which is on your bottom right. Um, now, uh, uh, he, he trained Anton LaVey, uh, and, and also there are other things that you have to understand. There's a group of Led Zeppelin, a big group in the, in the 60s, right, in the hippie movement. But Led Zeppelin, they wrote a song called Stairway to Heaven. Now, I just want to tell you a little bit about this song. This song was written in a castle that was on Loch Ness Lake. We all know about the Loch Ness Monster. Well, over there in the lake, Loch Ness Lake, there's a castle. That castle used to be owned by Aleister Crawley. When he died, Led Zeppelin's guitar player, who is Jimmy Page, brought that castle, and this song, Stairway to Heaven, was written inside that castle where Aleister Crawley lived. Now, uh, I want to talk about this because it's important. How many have ever heard of the, 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 the term backmasking? Uh, it's, a, it's a very popular term, again, going in line with the, the, everything going in reverse, right? If you want to worship the devil, you go in reverse. So what these rock artists did, many of these recordings are on, what, what, what people would do is take the records and play them backwards. And then what happens is another message would come forth. So the, for, the forward way, you have one message, and in reverse, there's another message. This particular song... There's a section in the song, and I wish I could have played it for you today. Uh, it's on YouTube. You should be able to hear it if you uh, just click on it. But there's a lyric, and I'm going to recite it. It says, yes, there are two paths that you could go on, but in the end, there's still time to change the road you're on. Now, just forward, that's demonic. All because There is no time, and yes, there is two paths you can go on, but the reality is there is no time, and you better make a choice, right? The narrow path. But going forward, that could send multitudes to hell right there. But in that particular section, if you go backwards, here's what it says in reverse. It says, my sweet Satan, no other made a path whose power makes me glad. His name is Satan. And that's the same portion forward that is now spoken in reverse. You can look it up on YouTube. But backmasking is a very, very demonic thing. People will say, oh, that's just coincidence. But here's the reality. How is it that all these, arc, uh, 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 all these artists, have, uh, uh, ACDC, Black Sabbath, Megadeth, and all the, you know, Iron Maiden, all, if you backmask a lot of their records, they're all saying 
The same thing. They're all pointing to Satan. Everything is about Satan. If it was just coincidence, it would be like the cow jumped over the moon. Uh, you know, the banana came from the strawberry patch, you know, and all kinds of things that wouldn't make sense. But the reality is because it's backwards, it's always glorifying Satan or Lucifer or something dark and demonic. And we have all kinds of artists now that, that they have been so in alignment with demonic forces that they now have... Uh, these backmasking messages in their music. All right. So now, uh, let me show you another thing. The Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Elton John, all these other uh, rock stars were attached to this guy. If you look at one of the Beatles albums, the Sgt. Pepper, a Lonely Hearts Club Band, you see the arrow on your screen. That's Mr. Crawley right up there on the upper left-hand corner. Uh, Many of our founding fathers, George Washington, uh, Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, Thomas Paine uh, were all Freemasons who believed in the master architect God, which is the code word for Lucifer. I'm going to read you a couple of their quotes. George Washington said, The government of the United States is not in any sense founded in the Christian religion. This is from George Washington. Benjamin Franklin, I have found Christian dogma unintelligible. Early in life, I absented myself from Christian assemblies. Thomas Jefferson, Christianity neither is nor ever was a part of the common law. And then Thomas Paine, I do not believe in the creed professed by the Jewish church, by the Roman church, by the Greek church, by the Turkish church, by the Protestant church, nor by any church that I know of. My own mind is my church. 1 Corinthians, rather that the things with the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. And I do not want you to have fellowship with demons. You cannot drink of the cup of the Lord and of the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and of the table of demons. Listen to me. I'm telling you the truth. 1 Corinthians 11, it says, this is the reason why so many of you drink judgment. You drink and eat judgment because right here it's saying that if you partake of communion, if you take part of the Lord's table, but you are a servant of the devil and a servant of the Lord, then you're drinking judgment. It says, for this reason, many of you are asleep and are sleeping. That means death. Amen. It's so important that we're either going to serve God or not. And just for the record, if you have decided not to be a servant or a follower of God, whether you think you haven't decided yet or you're still waiting or there's still time, guess what? The decision has already been made by default. And I'm telling you, if you are not a child of God, if you are not a servant of God, you are headed straight to hell. And and there's time now to repent, therefore, so that times of refreshing may come in the presence of the Lord. Choose you this day whom you will serve. Again, if you look at the back of the dollar, these images can be found all over the internet, but there are so many Freemasonry symbols all over the dollar. And, and you could click on your screen and pause it and, and, and after you watch this, of course, and you could go back, it'll break down everything for you. But again, these are all Masonic symbols, uh, uh, Masonry, Freemason symbols. Uh, uh, and if you look at the, the pyramid, it even spells out Mason, and, and the, the words are shaped in the, the hexagram, which is the curse, which we talked about, uh, I believe, in the second lesson. 
All right, so many people want to become Freemasons and want to become part of this occultic uh, secret society because they believe that it's going to bring them fame and fortune and glory. They are drawn to the power. They are drawn to the promise of fame, but they don't realize that it comes with a price. This is a price of blood. Jennifer Hudson, she became one of the biggest stars ever. But before she became a star, she lost three family members uh, uh, literally in one night. They were all killed. Bruno Mars, uh, he, he obviously became a big star, did the Super Bowl. But just before that, his mother was killed. Uh, Aliyah, uh, Aaliyah, I guess her name is, right? She was also killed young. Whitney Houston became a sacrifice. And then her daughter later also died the same way. Uh, and Michael Jackson, of course, you know, they, they know the story. Oh, he had an overdose of, of, the, of the medicine that, that made him sleep. But the reality is, these are all people, when they come against the Illuminati, when they come against and when they try to go public or when they try to break out of that life, what happens is there are severe consequences to pay. Many people are drawn now to this new hip-hop culture that we have. And, and this is really important that you are understanding uh, because they have the appearance of success. I think sometimes kids, they don't buy any record unless it has the explicit lyrics warning on the album. I mean, they, they, they want the worst that they could find, and there's plenty out there. The devil tempted Jesus in the wilderness. If you would bow down to me, I will give you all that your eye can see. And Jesus fought him back with the word. He said, it is written, yeah. you shall serve the Lord your God and only him shall you serve. Amen. The problem that we have is so many people are not reading their word. The problem is so many people are not in prayer. So many people live hopeless. So many people have no clue where they're headed. And then they fall prey, P-R-E-Y. They fall prey or victim to a lot of this stuff that's out there. Many of them are our children. If more people would stay in the word, if more people would fight back with the word, there would be more victories in our life. In the 60s and 70s, we had the big heavy metal uh, genre. It's still out there, and it's more demonic than ever before. But they were blatant and out in your face. There's so many pictures with so many symbols and so many 666s and pentagrams. I could show you pictures for 10 hours. There's so much in the heavy metal culture. And many people knew that it was derived from Satanism. And these people have made blood oaths and sacrifices, and they worship the devil, and they're very blatant about it. But the reality is, it's not just rock and roll anymore. Uh, speaking of which, rock and roll, the, the term rock and roll derived from two people having sex in the back seat of a car. And the car would rock and roll. And that's where it picked up from there. And rock and roll is all based on sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And now we have a hip-hop culture that has dominated our land, dominated our airwaves. Yes. Hip-hop. It's even worse. In many cases, it's all about wrath and rage and violence yes. and murder and, yes. and sexual abuse and, and demeaning uh, uh, women and all kinds yes. of other stuff. It is, is blatant and it's in our face. This whole culture is now uh, not just a genre of music, but it's also a religion. I'm going to talk about that in a few moments. But the term hip-hop, that term derived from uh, uh, the words booty shaking. Hip-hop means booty shaking, and it drives me a little bonkers every time I hear holy hip-hop. I'm telling you the truth. There is no such thing as holy hip-hop. 
I'm telling you the truth. And I know I'm going to get a lot of probably hate emails from it, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not afraid. Amen? Uh, and then people say, okay, well, there is no such thing as holy hip-hop, but what about Christian rap? I'm going to tell you something about Christian rap. If Christians try to embrace the culture of the or the worldview of hip-hop and try to place a happy sticker on it or a redeemed sticker, then I have a problem. What do I mean by that? If they come in here and they're rapping for Jesus, but they got all the gold teeth and they got their hands and their crotch and yo, 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 and all, th th that's the culture. And they're bringing the culture into the house of God. I have a problem with that. Amen? It's the culture. We don't, we don't have to, to go and dip into the world's well and find inspiration from the world's well. And then uh, uh, bring the abomination into the courts of the living God. The Bible says when you are free from sin, you cease to do the sin. You don't repeat it anymore. Praise God. Now, if you want to rhyme for Jesus and you want to come to church dressed up properly and you want to recite poetry and sing a song and rhyme... Praise God. I'm going to raise my hands and give glory to God. I got no problem yes. with that. Amen. Amen. But, but keep the culture in the street where it belongs. Amen. Praise the Lord. So uh, uh, that, that is my, my stance on that. And I know people don't like it. But here's another reason why I'm so strict about this. As I said, this genre is now a bona fide religion. KRS-One was one of the hip-hop guys from the 80s. And he actually went on a journey, on a pilgrimage to Egypt. And he went there with Africa Bambada. And they both were inspired by the Egyptian culture, so much so that when they got back to the United States, he wrote the Gospel of Hip Hop, uh, which is the first, not testament, the first instrument, okay, created by KRS-One. I want you to hear out of his own mouth, I'm not making this up, these are some of his quotes when he was being interviewed about this book. He said, I'm suggesting that in 100 years, this book will be the new religion on earth. Here's another quote. Well, I think I have the authority to approach God directly. I don't have to go through any religion. I can approach God directly myself. And so I wrote a book called The Gospel of Hip Hop to free us from all this nonsense garbage right now. I respect the Christianity, the Islam, the Judaism, but their time is up. My book is the new Bible. It's going to be the best-selling book on earth, and no matter what God thinks, hip-hop is the new religion of the world. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. But that's all right. His time will come. Yes. And because of this hip-hop religion, a lot of people, they birthed the, the I am, the I amers, I call them, the I am people. Everybody that's attaching an I am to their name and also the five percenters where they get their inspiration. I want to read this because it's important. I, I tell you, there might be a part four. I don't know. Hallelujah. But here it is. Ezekiel 28. I just want you to write it. I'm going to read it because this is where, where we're going. It says, the Son of Man says to the Prince of Tyree, Thus saith the Lord God, Because your heart is lifted up, and you say, I am a God. I sit in the seat of gods, in the midst of the seas. Yet you are a man and not a God. Though you set your heart as the heart of a God, behold, 
You are wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that can be hidden from you. With your wisdom and your understanding, you have gained riches for yourself and gathered gold and silver into your treasuries. By your great wisdom, you trade, uh, by the great wisdom in, in, in trade, you have increased your riches and your heart is lifted up because of your riches. Here goes pride again. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you have set your heart as a heart of a God, Behold, therefore, I will bring strangers against you, the most terrible of the nations, and they shall draw their swords against the beauty of your wisdom and defile your splendor. They shall throw you down into the pit, and you shall die the death of the slain in the midst of the seas. You will still say, you will still say before him who slays you, I am a God. But you shall be a man and not a God in the hand of him who slays you. You shall die the death of the uncircumcised by the hand of the aliens. For I have spoken, says the Lord. There's a terrible fate for them. They could call themselves God on earth and they think they're gods because they made all this money and they're famous and they call themselves the I am and their concerts and their their albums. But there's going to come a day where they stand before the Lord. Now I'm going to show you a video. I'm going to give you a little disclaimer. This video is going to be repulsive. It's going to be sickening. It's only going to be a minute and 20 seconds or so. But it's a a video from a group called Wu-Tang Clan. It's a a hip-hop group. And I just want you to see, because you got to see the wickedness for yourself. All right? So if you would direct your attention to the screen. This is the Wu-Tang Clan. They are very strong five percenters. Video on their website that I'm about to show you right now that is about to shock you. This is their silver Wu Tang, it's a blade, goes into the temple. Cuts the head off Jesus, takes his spirit, and goes and I want to just say something because unless you see it, you won't believe it. But their logo cuts the head off of Jesus Christ. Jesus' supposed soul leaps into their symbol. And then if you look at the remainder of the video, which is very graphic, it supposedly creates and goes inside of the members. Uh, One of the members was literally killed at 30 years old, a young guy. But one of their albums, this was back uh, a little earlier, I'm not sure the year, but one of their albums in the back had a whole bunch of letters, uh, all kinds of of words that were written in reverse, right right on the album. And of course, curiosity, uh, the the term curiosity killed the cat. What happens is the people would take that album and put it in a mirror. 
Now, how many know that mirrors are also portals to the occult? There are artists writing songs about mirrors. Michael Jackson had a whole room full of mirrors, and that's where he would write many of his songs. He was a chief channeler of the Nephilim, of the men of old, the men of renown, and he had had dreams, and he wrote from the giving tree and all these different symbols, but the mirrors are very, very uh, uh, useful instruments in the occult. But this group, on their album, they literally wrote a curse. And, and it was on the back of their CD. And when you would hold up the CD to the mirror, you would be able to see the words forward. And then when you read the words out loud, you literally pronounced a curse over your own life. And this is what was happening to millions of children that had these records. And then we wonder why the hip-hop culture has so uh, uh, infested our society, that people have become so wicked, so evil, so angry. They even have a dance called crumping. And the whole point of a dance is to be angry and violent and, 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 and you know, crump. And, and even the moves are like, like violent moves. And we say, oh, that's nothing unusual. The, the, the rock and roll people have mosh pits. And the mosh pits are just the same where they're bumping into each other and, and, and fighting each other. I've seen Christian rock groups with mosh pits. It's mind-blowing to me how we allow our children to get involved with this stuff and we're not paying attention we're just not paying attention and these groups claim to be doing the right things but they're they're following the culture the worldview of the sickness of of the, of the things that we're seeing the bible says to place no confidence in the flesh but to place your trust in jesus christ amen first john 2, 16 through 17, it says, For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. It is not of the Father, but it is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God will abide forever. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, here's the deal. We've got about five minutes to nine o'clock. And uh, I've got probably a good couple of pages. I think we're probably going to go through yeah, a go. part four. Amen? <laughs> Amen. Amen. I, I think it's time. I, I don't want to overkill right now and then, uh, and then have, have you guys lost. But I'm going to tell you what we're going to do is next week uh, we will wrap this up. I thought we would wrap it up tonight. Hallelujah. But it's, uh, it's not going to be that way. Next week I'm going to talk about deliverance. Amen? We have to end this the right way. And, and there are people that have uh, been succumbing to the pressures of their friends, uh, have been introduced to the occult. You can go ahead. Have been introduced to the occult, maybe unawares. There's music in our libraries. There are books. There are movies. There's all kinds of different things. And, and we need to start purging our homes, uh, uh, sitting down with our children, and, and, and not being uh, critical, and not being brutish, and not saying, that's it, give me all your games, I'm throwing them in the garbage, that's it, and you're going to be, no, many of the things that they have is because you brought it for them. So it's okay to sit down with your kids and say, listen, I didn't know, I wasn't aware, but now I am aware. 
And because I love you, I want you to understand why this is so important. We need to get these things out of our house. Let us reconnect. Let us come together again. Let's pray together again. Let's love on each other again. I don't want this to cause separation between us, but at the same point, I'm, I'm a steward of the Word of God, and I'm, I'm responsible for you, and therefore we could begin to have these conversations with our sons and daughters. Amen? The Bible says that if we are able to train up our children in the ways of the Lord, then when they get older, they will not depart from it. But in order for us to train them, we also need to be educated. We need to be trained up. And that's why it's so important to be in the Word of God. So uh, while I, I wanted to get to the deliverance tonight, uh, we're going to go through that next week. And uh, I thank you for your patience, but I, I just don't want to rush this. It's so important. And uh, last, next week, we're going to be talking all about the Word of God. Amen. We are so grateful to God for allowing us the opportunity to share this message with you. Thank you for listening. We want you to know that you are all in our constant prayers. If you've been blessed by today's program, why not consider partnering with us? To make a donation is easy. You can visit us online at www.specchurch.net or you can call us at 845-956-0133. Once again, that's www.specchurch.net or 845-956-0133. We invite you to worship with us one Sunday morning soon. Thank you again for your prayers and support. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you.